Word on Fire is brought to you by Catholic Cemeteries, serving the Chicago area since 1837, and FSP, dedicated to food service excellence. This is Cardinal Francis George, and I invite you to join me for the next few minutes to reflect with Father Robert Barron on the Word of God, which is the Word on Fire. Father Barron will challenge us to open our hearts to the Word on Fire, which is God's Word of Love for each of us, if our hearts are open, the Lord can change and transform us so that we might speak with love about the one who is love. The Archdiocese of Chicago, through the generosity of Sacred Heart Parish in Winnetka, now presents The Word on Fire. Peace be with you. Friends, today is Trinity Sunday. And I know for a lot of preachers, this is the Nightmare Sunday. Who wants to preach about the Trinity? Because it's just such a mystery, and what can you possibly say? Well, I don't know. I love Trinity Sunday. I've told my students here for many years, every Sunday is Trinity Sunday. The Trinity is not some odd, obscure puzzle for theologians to worry about. It's the heart of our faith. Everything flows from it. Everything goes back to it. It's the distinctive message of Christianity. So how can we understand it? How can we make sense of it? The Church gives us today, as our first reading for Mass, this extraordinary section from the book of Proverbs. It's in chapter 8. Listen now to this. Thus says the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is personified here and is speaking. The Lord begot me, the firstborn of his ways, the forerunner of his prodigies of long ago. From of old I was poured forth at the first before the earth. When there were no depths, I was brought forth. When there were no fountains or springs of water, before the mountains were settled into place, before the hills, I was brought forth. Huh. Who is this speaking? The wisdom of God, which comes forth from God. She says... It's a she, by the way, in the Hebrew. She is begotten of God. She comes forth from God. Yet, she's not a creature. Why? Because she exists before all of creation, before the hills and the mountains and the springs. Hmm. Came forth from God, yet is not a creature. More to it. Listen. I was beside him as his craftsman, and I was his delight day by day. This figure, this personified divine wisdom, is with God as a craftsman. That is to say, the one with whom and in whom God makes the world. Let me give you a hint. We know who this figure is because we talk about him every week in the creed. We say, begotten, not made. One in being with the Father. Through him all things were made. That's the Logos, God's Word, which became incarnate in Jesus Christ. But in the creed we say, echoing these words, this Word of God was begotten came forth from the Father, yes, but not made, not a creature. 
And through him all things were made. I was his craftsman at his side day by day. You know in the book of Genesis, when God is described as creating, God says, let us make man in our own image. Let us create light and darkness and so on. Well, whom is God speaking to? This is God, before anything exists, before creation exists at all. God says, let us, us. The instinct of the church, the instinct of biblical religion is that even in the beginning, God is speaking, as it were, to his other, to his logos, his word, his wisdom. And mind you again here, it's in and through God's wisdom that God makes the whole world. Christians, in getting at this mystery, we are getting very close to the Trinitarian doctrine of the church. We're getting very close to this deepest mystery. What could it all mean? How can we begin to make sense of any of this? Just this very morning, with our first-year theologians here, I was teaching St. Augustine's doctrine of the Trinity. Augustine, in one of the great tour de force in our whole tradition, says, you want to find an analogy for the Trinity? Look within yourself. Why? Well, because the Bible said that we were made in the image and likeness of God. Yes, all things are. That's true. All things reflect God. But we human beings, in a unique way, are made in the image and likeness of God. Therefore, Augustine said, look within and you find something that will illumine the mystery of the Trinity. Hmm, what is it? Augustine said, when you look at your own mind, you find that your mind has the capacity to other itself, to make of itself another, or a kind of dialogue partner. Now look, it sounds very abstract, but it's actually very practical and concrete. How often we talk to ourselves, I don't mean in some kind of lunatic way, <laughs> I mean, how often we say things like, who am I? Where am I going? What am I going to do? Sometimes we even will use the plural. What, what are we going to do? What were you doing yesterday? Whenever you ask yourself a question about yourself, your mind, yourself, has posed a question to another who is nevertheless the same as you. When I say, what, who am I? Well, I am asking another, but not another being, another person. I, I'm asking myself. Yet I'm able to establish this differentiation. Augustine calls this, in his Latin, notitia sui. It just means knowledge of oneself. Here's a, a hint. The French have a lovely expression. On s'interroge. It means one asks oneself. Or better even, one interrogates oneself. If you say, je m'interroge sur quelque chose, it means I'm I'm asking myself about something. 
I'm, I'm wondering about something. That's all it means. But it reflects this psychological truth that I can project myself as another. Now, next step. When I interrogate myself as another, I see myself as another, I also, Augustine says, fall in love with that other. I also experience within my own dynamics amor sui. That means love of oneself. I love this other whom I am interrogating. I mentioned to some of the students this morning, when they're in spiritual direction, and with a spiritual teacher they're trying to understand themselves, they are presuming this capacity. With the help of their spiritual director, they're able to project themselves as another, to ask questions about themselves. And then we hope in that process they come to a deeper appreciation and deeper love for themselves. Mind, self-knowledge, self-love. Three dimensions or moves of the spirit which nevertheless do not split the spirit into three but are the same as yourself. For St. Augustine, this was the great imago trinitatis, the great image of the Trinity. Look, who is the Father? The Father is God's mind. That elemental divine energy from which the whole of the divine life comes. Who is the Son? The Son is the Father's self-image. The Father's logos, His imago, His word. Listen again to Proverbs. Thus says the wisdom of God. I was with God from the beginning. The Father is with the Son. Does the Son come into being like a creature? No, no. The Son accompanies the Father from all eternity. There never was a time when the Son was not. The Son is always there as the mirror of the Father. Now, the Father looks at the Son. He looks at His image, His Word. What does He see? The best, most beautiful, most perfect, most just, reality imaginable. The Father sees all that could possibly be loved and so naturally He falls in love. That love of the Father for the Son, that is the Holy Spirit. Is it other than God? No, it's the same as God. Just as the Son is fully God, the Holy Spirit is fully God. Father, Son, Spirit, like our mind, self-knowledge, self-love, three dimensions, not constituting three beings. Have we solved thereby the mystery of the Trinity? No, no. But have we shed some light on it? Shed some light of understanding? Yeah. What implications now can we draw from this great, mysterious teaching? Let me just draw one. And my clue again is from Proverbs. Wisdom says, I was 
playing before him all the while. And he found his delight in me. It's terrific. It's terrific. Playing. What is play? Play is the highest activity we human beings engage in. Because, Christians, play is something sought for its own sake. When you work, by definition, when you work, you are subordinating that activity to some other end. You work to make money. You work to support your family. You work that you might have a day off. Work is not good in itself. It's subordinated to an end outside of itself. Play. That's what we do when we simply love something for its own sake. Watching the Cubs game is a form of play. I don't do it to make money. I don't do it to, to uh, achieve some end. It's just beautiful to do it, especially when they win. Why do I engage in conversation? Well, not to make money, not for some other purpose. It's because it's a type of play. It's beautiful. I remember several years ago, in the Bulls game, in the playoffs, Charles Barkley and Michael Jordan, during the third overtime, they're about to begin, and there was one moment when the two of them locked eyes, and you could see it was caught on camera, and the two of them kind of winked at each other. Their way of saying, you know, I know we're making a lot of money, I know this is for all kinds of other reasons, but right now, this is our delight, simply to play this game at this high level. Now to go from the ridiculous to the sublime, what does the Trinity do? It plays. What do the three persons do? They delight in each other's presence. The Father delights in the Son. The Son delights in the Father. And their mutual delight is the Holy Spirit. Christians, we imitate the Trinity. When we too can delight in what is good and right and beautiful around us, we play our way into the deepest truth about the Trinity. And God bless you. I hope that you were moved today by the word on fire. I pray that together we might become a people on fire with love for God and neighbor here in Chicago and wherever these words are heard. Until we join Father Barron again next week, I'm Cardinal Francis George. God bless you. Puzzled by school meal programs? Let FSP help you put the pieces together. How? FSP offers healthy, student-tested breakfast, lunch, and snack plans fresh from our kitchens each day quality, service, affordability. That's what FSP has offered since 1970. To take advantage of this program, call us at 773-385-5103. FSP, we're more than a school food service.